Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Am I the asshole for revealing my sister's truth to a family member that made everyone lose their crap on my parents and her? So she, 40 female, has been ignoring me, 21 male, for five months since finding out that Grace is not my sister. She's my biological mum, and after finding this out, my whole life has been an effing mess. My parents pretended to be my parents because, from what they told me, it was better that way for everyone since Grace wasn't ready to be a mum. I've been wanting to hear her side ever since, but she decided to block me. My parents, quote unquote, have talked to her because Grace wants to drop this and not bring this to her husband. They live in another state, so they are not close at all, but she basically didn't want this getting to her husband. I kept asking her to please just sit down with me once to hear her side, but she's been silent ever since. Why I'm asking if I'm an asshole is because the other weekend, me and my cousin had beers at his house. Me being drunk AF, I started crying about everything going on. He asked me what was wrong, and I told him everything. Crap blew up. Nobody, nobody in my family knew about this. He texted his mom that same night. Next morning, I'm waking up to everyone blowing up my phone, even my parents too. Now everybody in the family knows, and they've even reached out to Grace on my behalf, telling her if I want to talk to her, then she owes me at least that. The whole thing couldn't be kept a secret from her husband. He knows now too because she called my parents, crying because they had a big fight. He is so mad that he is staying at his parents' place. She's saying it's my fault now for not letting it go, and now it seems like everything in her life is falling apart, including my parents, because everyone's coming down on them too for lying this whole time. I know none of that would have happened if it hadn't been for me saying something. But also I feel that after being the one who got lied to, I was owed some answers too. Am I the asshole? And now in the comments, not the asshole. You didn't reveal her truth, you revealed your truth. You're allowed to share whatever details about your life that you want. Exactly this, OP. You had every right to share with your cousin what you were going through. You have no obligation to continue the lie that your family started. Also, please remember, no matter what Grace says, that what is happening to her now that the truth is known is not your fault. She chose to not tell her husband the truth when she met him, still didn't tell him when dating, after becoming engaged, and then even after getting married. She made the decision to keep this from her husband, and he has every right to be upset. His reaction is not because or about you specifically, but rather about realizing that his wife didn't trust him enough with the truth and was planning to keep him in the dark forever. He now has lost trust in her and is questioning if she is actually the person he believed she was. He is also probably wondering what other things she has kept from him, what other secrets she may have hidden. Keeping secrets like this from family and from significant others is never okay. You are not in the wrong here, OP, and you are without a doubt not the asshole. 
I hope you get all the answers you were looking for soon. As someone whose biological mum pretended to be their sister well into my 20s, I can assure you that you caused less of a fuss than I did. Not the asshole, but to be honest, I didn't read the whole post. I just know that feeling when the truth is right there and you just get tired of hiding other people's problems which were never yours to be responsible for. Not the asshole. Wow, I can't even. I am sorry that this happened to you. She knew that you found out. The least she could have done is talk to you. Anyone could see this playing out like it did. If she had done the right thing, she might have had a different outcome. This is not on you. I'm hesitant to call the sister an asshole, only because none of us know the circumstances behind Opie's conception. I'm giving her a smidge of benefit because this could potentially be a very painful experience for her. I'd call her an asshole for at least marrying a man without telling him that her sibling is actually her child. I'd be shocked if he found out and didn't end up in a big argument and lasting trust issues at the very least. A lot of posters on here seem to think that having had a traumatic experience, suspected, OP doesn't know, means you can inflict trauma on others and expect them to uphold a life-shattering lie without being held accountable. Guess what? Being traumatized doesn't mean that you can't also be a huge asshole. And now onto the update. Crap has really gotten so crazy since this post that I actually needed some more time to get my head right. I appreciate everyone saying this was my truth to tell and being really supportive of everything going on. I told my family to back off on Grace because even if they thought they had good intentions defending me, it still wasn't okay. My cousin also apologized too. So the craziness that happened. Grace's, soon to be ex, husband, literally flew over here to talk in person, telling me he thinks he's my dad. He told me about what him and Grace talked about when he left. The thing is, they were a couple before I was born. They broke up because he was going to be going to college far away. Then years later, they met again and so on and so forth. I never knew this. He didn't connect the dots because who would? but since he learned that she's my mom and she went this far to hide it, he wanted to know for sure. We both cried after doing a paternity test that came back positive. We didn't talk for a day. After I went through another whole ass existential crisis for days, we met again. He told me he's sorry for not knowing because he would have taken responsibility of me if Grace didn't want that. Then we both cried together again. I finally talked with her too, once this was all out. She was the one who reached out to me, so don't say that I bullied her into it. Her truth was that she wasn't ready to be a single mom. My grandparents supported her terminating, at least they were honest about that, but she changed her mind and still didn't tell him. She never thought that she'd see him again anyways. By the time they met and restarted their relationship, it was already a few years since she gave me to my grandparents, so to her, there wasn't a point for him to know anymore. Also because she knew that he was going to want custody if he knew that I'm his son, and she moved on from the thought of having kids. Their relationship wouldn't have survived, basically. He is so mad at her because he had a right to be in my life. It's just a mess. I'm mad and hurt that they kept us from knowing about this, and now she says she's sorry, but after learning how far this lie went, I can't with any of them right now. To her or my grandparents, it's too much. I know they keep reaching out to apologize for everything, but it's too painful. 
The small bright side is, me and him are talking. It was weird as f at first, but we're getting more used to it. He's known me since I was like nine. I know he's a good guy, I just never thought that he was my biological dad. And he really seems like he wants us to be closer than before. I can tell it hurts him too when he's looking at me. So for now, we're trying to go with the flow. Gonna be needing serious therapy after this. There is so much going on in my head, but at least I've got something. And now in the comments, I hope you both can heal together and that you get to meet your paternal family when you're ready. Grace should have told him a long, long time ago. She robbed him of knowing his child. And OP replies, that's what we've both been mad about. He came into my life when I was nine. That was still at an age where I could have grown up having him as my dad. Even more so, he never even got a say or a chance to see you before that. She robbed him of your first smile, first walk, first everything. As a mother of two, I can't even begin to describe how precious those first few years are, and they go by so fast. How is it now? Will he have to adopt you to regain his parental rights? Or will your grandparents' adoption of you be voided since one of your parents never signed away their rights in the first place? And OP replies, I don't know, we haven't talked about adoption stuff. Right now it's just trying to get to know each other better and build that father-son relationship. Oh geez. Growing up, there was a girl on my street whose sister was 16 years older than her and had actually given birth to her. But everyone knew, and she was very matter-of-fact about it. My sister used to be my mum, but she decided to be my sister instead because she wasn't grown up yet, is how she explained it when we were like six. So I assume that's how her parents explained it to her. Her parents were a little older than most, but it was also kind of cool. They retired and got to spend a lot more time with her than those of us with younger parents. I really admire the way that the family handled that. It respects the feelings and intelligence of the kid. See, this is how you should do it. Let the child know from a very young age in an age-appropriate way. Ideally, the child would have no memory of finding out. Every person in this story failed OP and his father. Even if you believe in the argument that he wasn't privileged to know who his parents were, he absolutely had the right to know that he wasn't raised by his bio parents. I understand not wanting to be a mum, and I get why she chose to give him, but it is inexcusable to allow someone to live a lie. I had a friend who was a big-time DJ, rich parents, big house, spun all over the world, and then at 30, he found out his dad wasn't his biological parent. He had an existential crisis and it destroyed his life, downward spiral into drugs. My uncle, by marriage, only found out he was adopted when his mother passed away a year or two ago. She was his last remaining parent and he found out at 57. Alex post is titled, Pretty sure I'm in love with my roommate and I hate it. So on New Year's 2016, I, 23 male, met my roommate, 25 female, through a friend of a friend. We got along pretty well, and I admired how confident she was, and the fact that she spoke four languages fluently. She told me she thought that I was funny, and we had a lot in common. You know, basic crap. We went home and figured we'd probably never see each other again, mainly because this was in California, where I was only visiting. I lived in New York. In the summer of 2016, while visiting California again, I got invited to a group watch slash viewing party thing for Stranger Things with the same group of friends. Sure enough, she was there. 
It was only supposed to be a couple of hours long, but a few of us decided to stay and binge because we really liked the show. Her and I were two of those people. She remembered who I was, and I was freaking thrilled. It's crazy because I genuinely wasn't into her romantically right away. I just really wanted to spend time with her. We ended up having a great time and exchanged numbers, etc, etc. From then on, we were pretty good friends despite the distance. Our relationship was unique compared to any others I'd had, right off the bat. It was such a haphazard mix of barely knowing anything about each other, while also knowing really deep and personal stuff about each other that no one else knew. I'm sure this was partly because of the long distance, but still, I would say we were pretty close. By the end of 2017, I considered her one of my best friends. In 2019, I got a job and I was allowed the option to relocate. One of the possible locations was a city in SoCal, and I took it. You can obviously see where this is going. We decided to live together, and everything got a thousand times better. I can't even describe it, but to no one's surprise, we made great roommates. Quarantine affected her job pretty heavily since she worked in fashion. She ended up staying home a lot, and I was able to do my job from home. Her family is small and consists of only a few people, and I don't really have any living family left. So this unfortunately made the whole COVID thing a lot less scary. This led to us spending tons of time together just talking and enjoying each other's presence, and even learning some new languages together, as we are both aspiring polyglots. Last year, she brought up how she'd love to live in different countries for a few years at a time. She asked me how I felt about moving, and I told her I would go anywhere in the world with her if she asked me to. I think we both assumed that I said this because I, like her, love experiencing different cultures and languages in different places. But in retrospect, I think I was already in love with her. It's coming up on one year that we've been living together in redacted country. I don't want to get too specific, and it's been refreshing and scary for many reasons. But mainly, this has been the hardest year of my life because I'm always so close to her. We don't have many strict physical boundaries. This we've mutually agreed upon and are comfortable with. So she'll walk in and use the bathroom while I'm in the shower, she'll lay on me and fall asleep if we're both on the couch or even in bed, etc. Though we obviously have separate rooms. This has never been a problem and we both completely trust each other. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. But recently, having realized how I feel, it makes me really nervous. I'm so afraid she can hear my heartbeat when she's near me, and it's so freaking embarrassing, dear God. 
Even typing this is so embarrassing that I can't believe I made a throwaway account just to say all this mushy crap to a bunch of strangers. But thank you for reading, if you've gotten this far. She still works in fashion, so historically, I've let her dress me up and practice on me because I don't mind, and honestly, she has great taste. She's been making jokes like, I've always wanted to dress up my boyfriend, and just jokingly referring to me in that way. I'm so dumbstruck, I honestly can't remember if she always made jokes like that every so often, and it only stands out to me now because of how I feel, or if this is new. But either way, I'm starting to worry that she's able to pick up on my shift in energy when she gets close to me. I just can't help it. Last night, we were messing around with her extra makeup palettes. Yes, I let her practice makeup on me. Yes, I know. I was doing a terrible job putting makeup on her because I never use it, and she was comparing shades of eyeshadow on me. Our faces were incredibly close, and I kept effing up and dropping things and stuttering, which isn't usual for me. She definitely noticed. I had COVID last month and have been having mild lasting issues from it, so I just keep blaming everything on that, including heart palpitations. It's a perfect cover for now, but it's going to wear off. I feel like I'm super obvious and she somehow already knows. I just can't express how completely in over my head I am. Everything she talks about, the things she enjoys, the way she laughs, I could listen to her talk forever about anything. When she falls asleep, she snores. She has no idea. I think it's cute, but I don't want to embarrass her by telling her. But when she dozes off and leans on me, all I can think about is that this is all I want out of life. Dramatic, I know. I am truly in too deep. As you can probably conclude, I am a freaking mess. I'm so worried about ruining everything that it's tearing me apart. Even now, I keep writing things like, it's okay if she doesn't feel the same, I can live with that, and erasing it because it just isn't true. She's currently asleep next to me, and looking at her, it just makes me think that I'll be devastated if that's the case. And then what? Six years of friendship. She's my best friend. I just don't know what to do. She also uses Reddit like I do, and she checks this page a lot. If she sees this, she'll absolutely know that it's me. Anyways, this post is long enough. Thank you for reading if you made it this far, and I hope you're having a peaceful day and night. And now in the comments, that sentence about her using Reddit shows that you were dying to tell her. This friendship won't ever be the solution for you. It also seems a really strong friendship, you could be friends even if she doesn't feel the same way. By the way, if I had to guess, she's probably into you. Asking you to move out with her is a big thing. Also, those boyfriend jokes could be a hint. Shoot your shot. What you have is rare, and I'm sure it will survive every answer. Yeah, you only got one life. Gotta shoot your shot before someone else gets a go at her. I found myself in a similar boat before. I resigned myself to not say anything for fear of damaging what good we had. It ate at me and tore apart at me every day, to the point that I would just randomly start sobbing out of an intense longing. Then she found a partner who made her happy. It devastated me, despite my overwhelming happiness for her that she was happy. I was and still am devastated that the someone she is happy with isn't me. 
Our friendship was impacted, as I struggled to speak around her as a result of fear for giving up how I feel, despite knowing that I would rip my own beating heart out of my chest for her if she needed it. I absolutely don't dare say anything now, because I don't want to disrupt a good thing that she has with this person. I absolutely cannot do that to her. I have few regrets in life, but I can absolutely say the top one high above all the rest is not telling her how I really feel about her. My advice, tell her. And now, onto the update. Holy freaking Christ on Earth. To everyone who messaged me and left comments, thank you infinitely. There are simply too many for me to reply to them all. I never expected to get so much support. I literally posted this in a haze before going to sleep. I wasn't even going to log back into this account. Everyone sharing their similar stories is completely melting me to my core. I'm going to clarify a couple things. A lot of people have asked if we have dated anyone in the past six years, and the answer is yes, but nothing serious for either of us. We have always been each other's wingman. Back in California, we each had a few dates here and there. A few that came home even. But after quarantine, it stopped, and it hasn't picked up again since. Neither of us have been seeing anyone or even talked about going out or using dating apps, etc. since early 2020. At the mention of, if you hadn't stated your genders, I would have thought this was sapphic, etc. because lesbians and bisexuals tend to pine in this way, well, you're still 100% correct, because we are both bisexual. You've all convinced me that this is worth the risk. I'm going to tell her. I'm currently at work, but I'm literally shaking as I'm typing this. I'll update ASAP. Thank you all again. Update 2. I know everyone wants a detailed update. Typing this still feels so embarrassing to flesh out, so I'll try my best. Nothing bad happened though, not at all. I came really close to chickening out. I got back from work yesterday and tried to act normal. She could immediately tell that something was off with me, and I told her that I was just tired, which was actually true. I got back later than I usually do. But it was like everything was amplified by a hundred. I kept noticing small things that were making me crazy. Even just the way that she was standing when I walked in, how she smiled at me, what she was wearing and how it fit her, everyday things that were making me lose my effing mind. I knew I wasn't going to be able to sleep without telling her. Basically, I just ended up blurting it out. Romantic, I know. She was sitting with me and I told her I loved her. She said she loved me too, but we've said that to each other before. So I clarified that no, I meant I am in love with her. She went quiet for a moment and I thought that I was going to effing pass out. Everything's a blur after that because she kissed me and I couldn't hold back anymore. The release of everything I've felt for these past few years is effing indescribable. So, I feel like I'm being very abrupt, but all of this feels much more private to discuss now, but I can't effing believe it took me this long. When I woke up this morning, I thought for a split second that I just dreamt everything, but with her next to me, I have never felt so relieved in my life. I love her more than anything, which I already knew, but it feels so different now. I called out of work today because I can't pry myself away from her. I'm being extremely cheesy, but I literally do not care. Good. I might come back sometime in the future and add some updates, depending. Jury's still out because she doesn't still know about this post. 
I'm definitely going to tell her about it though. And yes, the dressing up my boyfriend thing was a part of her trying to drop hints. I asked her about it. I'm an effing dope. I cannot thank everyone here enough for all the encouragement and support. You are all amazing, and I wish you everything you have ever hoped for. I believe in you, and you can do it, man. Just go for it. And now in the comments. My god, they were roommates. It is nice and sweet to come across a story like this to help wash down the incest ones. It's like this was the longest possible courtship, living together for six years until they finally, finally kissed. Honestly, it's kind of perfect. They've spent so long knowing each other, being friends, living together. To still fall in love after going through all that, it is such a solid foundation for a romantic relationship. I hope it works out for them. Ah, when I read that line about dressing up my boyfriend, I wanted to reach through the screen and gently smack him upside the head. I love, love, love this. I watched a buddy of mine do this once. A cute girl was blatantly checking him out, gave him that side smile and a wink and said, you know, I get off work in an hour. His response was, good for you. Then he walked away. I made fun of him for years over it. So let me get this straight. This chick dropped hints as large as the Pacific Ocean and this guy still thinks he's in the Atlantic. Look, my husband is genuinely this dense. We met at work and had many great moments which he was convinced were platonic, such as me staying back after work for three hours every day to talk to him, me replying to questions from my other coworkers of whether he's my boyfriend with not yet, and I'm waiting to be asked out. All of our coworkers telling him I really like him and he should ask me out. Me literally asking him on a romantic date and me literally asking him to be my boyfriend. We later realized he was autistic. He also used to grumble a lot about never having luck with women, but also had several stories of women who just kept trying to talk to him and hang out with him when he didn't want them to. All right, and that's where I'm gonna end today's story, guys. I do hope you enjoyed it. If you did, let me know what you thought of it down below, and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.